Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. In this episode, we sit down with Alea Harris of Flourish Marketing to chat about future-proofing your business by building relationships and growing your email list. We dive into strategies behind an effective marketing funnel and how email marketing ensures that your brand remains top of mind while generating revenue. So here we go. Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people who are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow and grow your business along the way. Now, let's get started and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. We are so happy to have you with us this week. And we always start with a question. And so a couple weeks ago, we talked about um, our la- our last 90 days of the year and our goals that we're going to set to set us up for success for the, these last 90 days. Well, so it's been a couple weeks. We want to do an accountability check-in. So Logan, how is it going? How are your goals? Are they coming along? Yes. I, I mean, I think I'm making progress on them. They were to kind of savor a little bit more of the last 90 days of the year, just because I feel like I've had a really busy event season. Um, and I've been able to get through a couple more events this month, which has been really, really fun. And just looking forward to some time to to get to recharge with some friends and family in the coming weeks. So I feel like I've made project, progress on mine. Mary, how about you? Yeah, I uh, I mean, I have it in my mind. It's like at the top of my mind. And mine was to build out my CRM and a couple other just like systems I want to put in place by the end of the year. So I would say it's at least at the forefront of my mind. I think about it. Now I just need to take the next step and put it in my calendar and schedule out the time to make it happen. But at least I haven't forgotten about it. So we'll keep doing check-ins here and there, keep each other accountable. Um, and like we we um, told everyone that they should do the last couple of weeks, but keep keep doing it as well. And feel free to check in with us and we can help keep you accountable as well. But focus in on your last 90 days and make them raw. I will say you still have time. There's like 70 days left in the year. So true. you can still time. be intentional with it. Yeah. Yeah. And Logan, I'm going to pass it over to you because we have an amazing guest with us here today and Logan is going to introduce her. I am so excited for this one, everyone. It's going to be great. Um, we have Alea here. Alea Harris, CPCE, is a powerhouse story brand certified guide, empire building owner of Flourish Marketing, award-winning marketer, sought after speaker, mic drop copywriter, and woo enthusiast. Definitely need to hear more about that. She's committed to helping entrepreneurs get out of the never-ending grind so they can tap into their heart's purpose and live a life that uplifts their soul. I, wow. Uh, Alay, I don't know if your bio could have like spoken more to me. I want to give you a beautiful virtual hug right now. <laughs> I know. I've, it's so hard writing a bio because you want to like encapsulate all within you in one. And actually that that you just read I didn't write because I had written so many versions and then I was speaking somewhere else and another copywriter friend of mine wrote that for me. I said, why didn't I just ask you to write this in the very beginning? And that would have been so much easier. I spent hours on this thing. Oh my gosh. So that's, that's, the hardest marketing to do is your own, which is literally yeah. why my company exists. And if it were easy, then I wouldn't be in business. Oh my gosh. So true. Well, I'm, I'm excited to learn more about that. And we are going to jump 
right into learn more about your company and the services. But first, I also want to say um, we always do a little like why we asked our guests. So we asked Alea for many reasons, but Alea and I connected virtually. Surprise, surprise. If you listen to our podcast, I feel like that's a trend. We keep connecting virtually. I think I think we talked um, on LinkedIn and then we were connected and then here we are and it's amazing. Yeah. And so um We've talked a little about about the services of Flourish Marketing, your company. And so um, also, like, ironically enough, we, Logan and I were emailing about this because we got an email for our local NACE chapter, Seattle. And awesome. I think you're Wait speaking like, you guys next are week. NACE? I'm speaking at NACE Seattle next week. <laughs> I know. We saw and we're like, Wait a minute. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. So we're going to be in the I same city because you're going to be, be in person. guys. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of connections. The virtual world. Is Are you coming to the meeting? Am I actually going to get to see you in person now? Now you got to come. You got to come. Now we need to come. Oh, and gosh, now we need pressure. to go actually look at our calendar. Go look at your calendar and see if you actually like don't have an event plan that day. Yeah. Yeah. No, if we can, we'll we'll stay. We'll keep you uh, posted on that for sure because that's yeah. just too ironic. If it not, is. I feel like we got to take you out for some Seattle coffee somewhere. I am yeah. totally down for that. Take me, take me, just take me. <laughs> this is perfect. Perfectly timed. I love it. <laughs> so maybe we'll see you soon. Um, yeah. But so yeah, to start off with your company. So let's learn more about the services of Flourish Marketing and how this topic correlates with the services that you provide to your clients. Anything that you want to share with us about that? Absolutely. So in general, Flourish Marketing's whole thing is that we help empire building entrepreneurs flourish in business and in life. So I, it all kind of started when I was I was a spiritual coach on the side. I was a marketing executive and I was had golden handcuffs. Wasn't loving my job, but you know what's really nice? A paycheck that comes every two weeks. Oh my God. Oh, paychecks. I remember paychecks. I get paychecks now from my own escort, but those, uh, those were, the other ones were a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, Hey, I don't want to do anything on the side anymore. I want to work with people that I love and I want to help them in a different way. As I started getting into it, I was still a little, I was still in the woo closet. So I didn't really want to come out and be like, hey, your energy matters to your business. It was more like, okay, let me use the story brand certification to help you get your message clear and help move forward with your strategy. The more and more confident I became as a business owner, and this is my second time being a business owner because I also owned a catering company, you know, back in the day. Um, but more and more, I became confident being a business owner in this space. I was like, you know what? It's exhausting compartmentalizing who I am. I want to show up as my whole self all the time. And let me tell you, once I did that, one, I was less stressed. And two, I made a lot more money. I, that's when right around that time was when I made the decision to incorporate as well. And so I became an S Corp, decided to just be straight up Alea Harris, all Alea Harris all the time. And we hit six figures in five months. It was like, it was like the universe was waiting for me to just agree with it and be like, girl, I've been telling you to do this this whole time. And once I saw the power of alignment, I said, okay, yeah, no, we're not going back. The woo closet, I can't even see the door anymore. We are out of it. And I'm helping other people 
recognize that their energy alignment matters for their cash flow. I say we unlock your glow and your cash flow so that you can have a thriving empire. The way we do that is a couple of different services. One, if you're wanting copywriting and you're wanting to construct a marketing funnel, whether that's a ads or social media or email marketing or blogs or website, all of that juicy stuff, you need to start off with strategy. So all of our copywriting and marketing funnel folks start off with a strategy. It started off with just being a story brand strategy where I would take you through what does your customer want? What is the problem you're solving for? Why should they trust you to solve it? That is amazing. That framework in and of itself will make you money. But Remember, I wanted everyone else to show up as their whole selves like me. So now we talk also about your hero's journey and where your abundance keys or chakras out of alignment and how are you feeling as you're building this business? Not only does that help us write better copy, but that also helps people like actually figure out what they want to do. There's been a lot of times in strategy sessions and people are like, actually, I don't want to sell that service. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably for the best. It really doesn't. I'm like, we can, we, you can hire a copywriter to write something and it'll be, you know, hopefully well-written. If it's, if it's from my team, it will definitely be well-written, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be really who you are and differentiating yourself and a message you can get behind for months and years in advance, as opposed to feeling like you're never quite in your own skin. So we have our strategy session we build that marketing funnel. And then for those that really just are wanting to beat the burnout monster, get additional clarity, they've taken all the courses, they listen to all the things, and they want to get to the root cause of their issues, that's where we offer bioenergetic business coaching, where in any one week in our weekly coaching sessions, I could be telling you, hey, let's write your one-liner to, hey, let's talk about your issues with your daddy. It <laughs> really depends, like all a very holistic thing, using your wisdom of your body and your energy to guide us forward. And it's very powerful. Like in bioenergetic business coaching, I had this one client, Diane, and she came to me and she goes, yeah, I'm just exhausted and I've seen all the things, I've done all the things. I haven't created any content for my own business in six months. After two weeks of working together, we kind of excavated some of those energy blockages, cleared them, released them, and she created several months of content within a week because she just had this freedom that she didn't have before. So all of it is so that you can remember when you became an entrepreneur, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed, you're supposed to be enjoying this thing, this process. And that's what we help people do, enjoy it and make lots of money because I don't know about you, but I don't enjoy things when I'm broke. <laughs> this is like that, therapy. It's like marketing therapy. Yeah. I, I, I love this. No, this is yeah. – you're speaking to my soul here. That's the one I'm always <laughs> laughing because people want to hear about your business, but you rarely ask, yeah, how are you doing? Are you actually happy? Yeah. Are you – enjoying things. And so I, I I know we want to frame this conversation talking I think about it, like, you know, email marketing and nailing down. Why do you believe that building relationships and growing your email list matters as a business owner? We have a lot of event professionals and vendors who listen to this podcast. So thinking, keeping them in mind, you know, why does growing an email list even matter? So I'm going to just address the elephant in the room for event professionals and email marketing just right off the top, because they always say, I don't need an email list because people only get married once. And if they get married again, they're most likely not going to use the same planner. 
So why do I need to build an audience of people? I get it. You think you've met it wrong. So email lists allow you to do three things. Sell, resell, and upsell. In the lucrative relationship building process, you're going to say, hey, you're not ready to buy yet, but I know you're interested. You're going to be ready to buy soon. Let me build this relationship with you. Okay, so now that they've bought, great. Now we've bought, we've thrown the wedding of the year, of the century. Now, what about birthday parties? What about anniversaries? What about your cousin's birthday? What about your bridal party or your wedding parties? They're all getting married. So now we have this awesome referral program. Keep me in mind for all of these other events while I give you helpful tips and tricks. Upselling is also, hey, you've bought already or you're about to buy. I I have timed it. So like right about like the six month-ish mark after you join my email sequence, I'm starting to talk to you about, well, you could have me for wedding management or we could do full service. Let me tell you what the difference is here. So then you could have someone that's coming in thinking, because you know, everybody always like, I'm just going to plan a wedding. I just need like to make sure there's food there and like, like a DJ, like that's it. it. (laughs) And then, but if you're able to articulate to them, like, well, yes, you do need food and a DJ, but you also need a timeline. You also need a budget. Have you done, how are you at reading contracts and choosing vendors? And how are you at all of the other things? And they're like, actually, I suck at all of those. Didn't know I had to do that. And if you can articulate to them in wedding management, we're only going to do this little bit. However, full planning, these are all of the stresses that you can avoid. And the money is just an investment in your relationship because it's a lot cheaper than therapy before you even get married. Like that's why you have an email list. So you can own your audience and most importantly, stabilize your revenue. We're in a seasonal business. Don't let this wedding boom fool you, right? Oh my God, people are like, we're booming, we're booming, it's business, we're back, baby. We are back. And like, for how long? This is just like the pandemic was an external source that made you poor. This wedding boom that we're in is an external source that's putting money in your pocket, but it's it's not in your control. You have an email list and you're able to then, I'm going to use the, the famous 2020 word pivot. You're able to pivot if you wanted to add on additional service. You wanted to become an educator. You have a book coming out, right? You have a digital product. Now you have an audience that's ready to sell it to you. When people come to me for marketing, one of the very first things that they're like, I want to make millions. I'm like, great. How, long, how big is your email list? And they're like, I have 20 people. And I'm like, you're not making millions. <laughs> one of those people is going to pay you $1 million and then you'll be a millionaire. But that is highly unlikely. So how are you going to build your audience and your platform? It allows you to be much more flexible and dynamic in your business ownership and gives you that peace of mind that you don't get when you're just at the whims of the, biz- of the wedding booms and, and busts. I know my blockage for why it took me a really long time. I'm celebrating five years now in business and I didn't start my email list until like a year ago because my thinking around it was I'm a company of one uh, uh. solo event producer. I don't have any news. I don't have anything that's newsworthy that my attend, like uh. my clients or friends are really going to want. And then I finally got pushed by an accountability group I'm a part of. They were just like, just try it. I bet go through your inbox and like figure out how many people just want to hear from you. So instead of you having to send individual updates of 
what I've been doing recently when I pivoted and did a lot of virtual events and I'd never really done that before I'd done in-person productions. And it was, it's, it's been shocking. I definitely have gotten leads and clients from it. Cause they said, Oh, I saw that thing in your, I call it my newsletter once a month of what I'm up to things that make me happy, that kind of stuff. And people are like interacting with it. Like I've, right. I've sold business off of it in a way that, like you said, it's staying top of mind. It's someone else needed something. And they're like, I saw you post, you know, you do that stuff. Right. And I'm like, the only way you would have found out was through my email. Like I, I haven't talked to you in two years. How, how did you know that? Oh, through my email list. <laughs> yep. It's so. always so funny to me that every time it's, it's, you are not alone. Every single time someone starts an email list, they're always shocked that it works. And I'm like, but I've been telling you, see, do you just, do y'all just not, do y'all just not believe me? Do y'all just not trust me? What, what is it? They're all think always we're special shocked. snowflakes. We're like, it yeah. works for everyone else, just not <laughs> it us. It works for everyone else besides me. No, this email marketing is a system that works for everyone. And I love that story, Logan. I love that it's working for you. Another thing that I will add, I think that that hang up is that about I'm not newsworthy is a lot. A lot of people have that. What, what am I even going to write about? That, that's the thing. I would urge you and everybody else to think about not what you're doing that's newsworthy, but what your potential clients are doing that's newsworthy for their lives. And how can you help? How can you make yourself a part of their story? So what's newsworthy? Well, spoiler alert, they're planning a wedding. So that's pretty newsworthy for most people in their lives. So how can you help? Okay, you're planning a wedding. Here's my my top three tips for seating charts. Here's my top three tips for taking a break from wedding planning so that you and your, your partner actually like each other by the time you're standing at the altar, right? Yeah. You're not just like, yeah, but it's cerulean blue. This really should have still been sky blue. You may now kiss the, oh, whatever, come here. But <laughs> you don't want it to be like that. So it's it's all about being that helpful expert friend, right? If you can be like, yes, you definitely want to be like, yes, I was featured here. Yes, we're doing this. Look how cool this was. Check out this testimonial from our happy client. Definitely want to sprinkle some of that in there as well. But if you're caught up like you were, Logan, and, and listener, you're caught up. And it's like, what do I write about? Take the pressure off. Don't, don't write about yourself. Write about them. You know all about them. You know everything that they're going through because this is literally what you do. And take your little advice and dole it out in bite-sized chunks so that they look forward to your next email. They're like, okay, this is going to be super helpful for me. What what do you got for me? Talk me off this ledge via email. I'm ready to hear from you. I have a question about that too. As I'm thinking through for me, do you what do you suggest for um, event professionals? Do they send this email like and it comes from them directly? Or like if they're trying to scale their business and they want to look more like an agency, do they like how personable should it be? You know what I mean? Like should should it come from them or should it come from their company? Mary, you're not on my email list, are you? I can tell. When you I'm, said how personal. I, I don't think I am. I Download need to be, a freebie. You'll be instantly on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell me everything. I, my emails have gifts. They talk about my vacation and in relation to taking a break and marketing and what all I do. It's not just like, hey, let me tell you, show me all these pictures. I put my yeah. baby pictures in my email before I talk about growth and transformation. It should be personal. Should, pers yeah. Email is personal. Communication is personal. You're talking to your friends. It might be thousands of your friends at once, but you're still talking to your friends. Um, 
I have a whole team. It's not just me at Flourish Marketing because I would yeah. not be able to do that with where we have grown, gratefully grown to. But my emails are still from me. And the reply address at this point in time in my growth, I am not like an email list of 500,000. I wish, but I'm not quite there yet. But at this point in my growth, when you reply to that email, it comes directly to my inbox. So I am then able to interact with people that want to hear from me. I'm still a real person. That all goes back to authenticity. If you're a team of one, you're a team of one. Just be a team of one. There's no problem with being a team of one. It doesn't make you any less legit, any less professional. People aren't like, oh, I don't know if I want to work with them. There's only one of them. Oh, no. <laughs> That's, that was never my problem. In fact, sometimes I look for specialists who are a team of one because they're the, they own the genius, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to them for their specialty. If you're a wedding planner and you're a team of one, that's okay. You don't have to try to be like, I have all of these people and it's going to come from this fictitious inbox, which now I got to manage two inboxes because I was trying to pretend like there's more than just me. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a lot that's harder a, that way. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is an event agency that I, I follow their newsletter and they actually have someone on their team who manages it and to your point, like Alea, like it's a personal newsletter from this person and mm-hmm. they just actually transitioned to a new company and handed it over to a new person. So it's always written in a very personable format, but it is under this umbrella of this larger company, but it's yeah. all, you're connecting with this person and their trips they take, their tips for hybrid events that are coming out and like the latest tech and things. But it is, I not you're like making me think then of like why I enjoy re- listening, like reading their emails when they come in and I actually open them as opposed yeah. to something that feels like a cold kind of like press release. Yeah. No one wants to, no one wants that, especially not in our day and age. Press releases used to work when it was, well, press releases still work, but the press release style of email would work if, when there was less communication, there's a lot of messages coming at people now. And so like no one, well, I don't want to say no one wants to hear from Flourish Marketing, but people want to hear from Alea Harris from Flourish Marketing because that's a person who has feelings and can connect and has a personality. It's very different. So I, I totally agree. And please do send me that email because I want to follow along. Like, I'm just curious <laughs> now. Yeah, no, I will. <laughs> I'll dig them up. They're, they're very good, very good uh, email marketing. And do you utilize your email marketing as a part of, I think we heard you talk, talk about a marketing funnel. Mm-hmm. So can you talk a little bit more about what you mean by that marketing funnel and how you design it? And does email play a part of that? Absolutely. And yes. So a marketing funnel for those, well, we're going to catch everybody up. A marketing funnel is a tool that savvy entrepreneurs, business owners, marketers use to attract, convert, and close clients. It's a way that you're not always chasing, chasing, chasing people, but you have them coming to you through juicy content. So you attract them at the very top, right? And attracting means you're going out to where they are and saying, hey, I'm here to help. And you can do that by, I don't know, talking on a podcast like we're doing right now. So right now I'm talking to you and you might not have never, you might have not have ever heard of me, Alea Harris, but you love Logan and Mary and now you're introduced to me, right? And you're going to go to the show notes, you're going to click on all my links and we're going to become besties. But I attracted you here because I'm on the podcast. Another way to attract is with ads, guest blog posts, speaking. I do a lot of, you know, getting in conferences and speaking. That's how you attract as a part of the top part of your marketing funnel. 
Another way that you that you attract is if you're running an ad or you're doing um, guest kind of spots and you have a freebie. Freebies are your inch entrance to someone's, to your email list. So a freebie or a lead magnet or a lead generator is a juicy piece of succulent content. It's irresistible. It's like bacon to a new vegetarian. They just can't help but take part in this freebie. It solves their number one problem problem, right? So it could be a checklist, a guide, a, a video series, a quiz. Quizzes are my personal favorite that they get the information, they get their quick win in exchange for an email address. So you have the ad that's getting out to people who have never heard of you. And then you're converting them in the middle of your marketing funnel when they download your thing. And now you've got them. Now they're really part of your squad and your crew on your email list. In the middle of the marketing funnel, you're doing email marketing, you're doing social media, you might have your own podcast. Organic social media, yes, you'll get people that are attracted to you that search, but organic social media is main purpose, or and when I say organic, I mean you posting as opposed to paying for it. Yeah. Organic social media, the main purpose of that is to, to have people get to know you. So again, be personal, be a real human being on social media. And whether you uh, like it or not, you're going to need to show up with your face. You're going to need to create some <laughs> reels. Uh, you're going to need to get on no, stories. No, <laughs> I know people are like, no, no. Not reels, anything besides reels and TikTok until you start making that money. And then you'd be like, so how many reels do you want a week? Five <laughs> reels a week? Because I booked a client off of that last reel. So bring it on, right? I love your reels. I have to say that. I do watch yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about doing all the things. It's about finding what works for you and where your audience works and where they see you. And in the beginning, you'll feel like, or you might feel like, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Just I just want clients. When you start building a relationship with anybody, it takes time, right? You don't just meet someone in a coffee shop and be like, hey, you sexy? Sure. Let's get married on Tuesday. First of all, you get pepper sprayed because that's creepy, right? What you say is, hey, let's go out for another coffee or, hey, let's go to dinner. or Hey, do you like movies? Let's go to the movie. And you date, hopefully for several months, sometimes several years. Then you get engaged. Then you get married. That's usually how that works. I'm not saying it's going to take years before you make your first sale for marketing, but it's going to move at the speed of a relationship where they are attracted to you. They get to know you in the middle. And then at the bottom, you close the deal. And then closing the deal with an email sequences, they've downloaded your stuff, you're emailing them, you're hitting on some objections with working with you, you're getting in them in the mindset of what they need to know. And then you're saying, hey, you already buy from me, I'm gonna send you a sales email. It's all about here's the testimonials, here's our packages, book a call, right? They might buy, they might not, but you still have them part of your squad. There have been people who've been on my email list for two years, haven't heard anything from them. Then all of a sudden I get a discovery call and the discovery call is like, yeah, girl, I just wanted to talk. Um, I already know I'm going to buy. So just send me the link. But like we just <laughs> chopped it up for 30 minutes because they've been reading every email I sent them for two years. They know me. They know what I'm about. They know I'm legit. And um, they're going to spend some thousands of dollars with me based off of my email. It's not my decision. It's not up to me to tell them when they're ready to buy. My role in marketing is just to show up consistently with a relevant brand message and as a helpful expert to solve people's problems. And if you do that, you will be successful. And what would you say, like what stage of business is this 
would this make sense? Like, can someone, if they're kind of new, is this one of the first things they should do or should they wait until they develop certain things first or just when, when should they start doing this and what are some steps maybe they could take to start? I'm going to, I'm going to ask you the question back. Oh. So at what stage, at what stage in business do you need clients? <laughs> I mean, immediately, well, anytime, right? Yeah. You're technically not really Always. in business until you get your first client. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like very hopeful. For very sure. hopeful. You're building a foundation. But you got to take action. So this is a good step. To get yeah. your clients. When you have a business, I love Donald Miller. Donald Miller is the um, person who wrote the book, Building a Story Brand. I'm a story brand certified guide. So it's like all of that's wrapped into one bucket. And he has this really cool analogy about an airplane. That's how he describes a functioning business. A functioning business has a body of the plane and the body of the plane is all your overhead. That's all of the people you might pay. That's all your software subscriptions. That's all that stuff. You want to keep the body as light as possible. But how does a plane fly? It has engines. Technically, without an engine, it's just like a, it's just a really nice art piece that someone thought of. Like (laughs) one day that they're like, let's put this plane without engines in the middle of the park. It's going to be like a commentary on today's society. Like it's not anything, right? It's not a functioning plane. You need engines. One engine is sales and one engine is marketing. If you only have one engine, it's like having one oar on a boat. You're just going to go around in circles. You need both engines to propel the plane forward. So with a marketing engine, that's when you're, that's that juicy content. Come to me, baby. I'm going to be so attractive. You're just going to be, I'm, oh, you won't be able to help, but schedule a call with me. Then the sales side is either when they are at that bottom of your marketing funnel and you're closing them and you have your proposals on lock, you have your systems on lock, you know exactly how you're going to run that discovery call. That's a sales portion. And then there's also outbound sales where you start proactively putting out and doing outreach to your ideal clients for you know, your services. This could be when you are reaching out to associations or you're reaching out to, um, groups and or wedding shows or you know things like that where you're like I'm outreaching I'm I'm checking out where you are I'm going in the Facebook groups I'm I'm being a, a sniper in the water so with those two I guess that's not really a good analogy maybe a shark in the water but a shark seems, <laughs> seems like a little aggressive so does like sniper a really could be like a, a dolphin they're like friendly a dolphin. <laughs> oh, a dolphin going to get a little fish that's like we're gonna, we're gonna use that analogy instead <laughs> So you're going to need to start this very early, especially because marketing and sales are not a magic bullet for success. They take time. If anybody tells you, yeah, 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 run this ad in 10 days, you're going to have 10 clients run away and do not give them your money. That's not how this works. Unfortunately, if it were, I'd be having this conversation with you from my private island because I would have helped millions of people make trillions of dollars. (laughs) That's not, that's not how it works. So the sooner you start building your platform, you can even start your Instagram account and, or actually what I would start doing truthfully, before you get your website, before you get anything up, if you're like brand spanking you, I would get an email service provider, like convert kit or flow desk. I would create my lead magnet, that juicy piece of information. It could be a guide. It could be a checklist. I would 
pub, use either ads or put that on social media and start building my email list because that landing page will help you build your business. And that email sequence where they're like clicking to schedule a call, you don't even need your website yet. If you're building, if you're bringing in clients and that email describes what you do. If you're like, how do I get started as quickly as possible? Most people start like this. So my favorite color is turquoise. So I'm just going to have like a turquoise logo. And then like, I really like birds. So my company name is going to be Swallow Weddings. It's Swallow and Birch maybe or something like that. That sounds great. Like that's how people think that a business gets started. Now business gets started with money, honey. So you need to be hyper-focused on how you are going to solve a problem in a unique way. You have a passion. Yes, you have favorite colors. None of that truly matters. Because your passion won't give you a paycheck unless you solve somebody else's problem. And you solve someone else's problem by getting out there and actually showing up as that helpful expert. Dropping some real knowledge today, I will say. <laughs> For real. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we are, as we we're nearing the end, is there anything else, any other tips you want to add for our listeners? No. Yes. Sorry. Always. I try, I tried to be like, no, I'm just going to, that's it. We're going to say. And I think we got to like three of your questions. I'm sorry. No, it's so good. We love it. We'll take what we can get and we'll have you on again another time. So yeah, but any other tips, feel free to share. Just be easy on yourself. People on the internet make entrepreneurship seem so easy. You see these folks that have moved to Mexico and are living their best life. They're like, I only work two hours a day. And that's great for them. And I'm not saying that you need to work 80 hours a week, you know, for every, for the rest of your life or truthfully ever, but be a little easier on yourself. If you need to like hunker down one day and get something pumped out, that's what you need to do. Make sure you balance it though. Then the next day it's time for Manny Buddies or the next day you need to take a nap. You need to balance it and realize that the stuff that you see on Instagram and the stuff that you even hear when speakers speak from the stage, we're telling you all of our good stuff. I'm not telling you about me crying on the bathroom floor. Well, I would probably would, but most people, (laughs) (laughs) I'm very much like, nah, girl, that was a bath. That was an eat, pray, love moment. Um, But most people tell you their good stuff and you compare your bad stuff to their good stuff and you feel like you're not a real business owner. You feel like you're not doing it. You're doing it. Are you, do you have a business? Have you made the decision that you are a business owner? Then you're a business owner. Your next step is make that money. Then after that, it's scale and grow. And there's always another challenge. And with more money comes more problems. The song was not just joking. That's a real thing, right? (laughs) So at every stage, there will be a problem. The problem that's most present for you right now seems like the world is going to end And then you're going to look back on that. Like, you know, Logan, the problem that you have now at your five-year mark is definitely not the problem that you had five years ago. But that problem you had five years ago made it feel like you would never get here. Made it feel like you would never get here. And look, here you are. Same thing with me. Here we are. And we've all made it and you will make it. Just be easier on yourself. Give yourself some grace and realize that you're doing the best that you can and you're kind of kicking ass at it. So congratulate yourself for your wins. Here, here. Oh, my gosh. 
Thank you so much. I'm I'm personally feeling really motivated. Logan, I'm watching you. It seems like you are as well. You're speaking to our souls today. So hopefully you're speaking to everybody else's as well. So oh, thank you so much. We're for sure going to have to have you back because there's so much more I want to say. But it's okay. amazing. <laughs> we have just real quick, some quick uh, sentence finishers that we're going to do because they're just fun and quick. And you did one of them. I think you just left us with like such an awesome like truth bomb. So we're just going to do two really quick fun ones. Okay. And so the first one is if you had more hours in the day, you would do what? <laughs> I would take salsa dancing lessons. Oh, I really love to dance. I was a dancer. I was a championship tap dancer, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, fun fact, I wanted to actually join Alvin Ailey, which is a dance troupe, like when I was in high school and I was debating if I ever even wanted to go to college. But then I dislocated my kneecap and I was like, mm, this seems like a temporary kind of profession because this could happen again. So I went to college. But I would love to do salsa dancing lessons. Like I would do, I would like, if I had one near my house, I would like salsa dance every day. I do Pilates almost every day, but get some more flavor in there yeah oh my gosh I love it okay um then your favorite productivity tool is what naps oh okay that's my favorite productivity tool. I know it's like yes I have software yes I do I love ClickUp I love Slack all of the things but my favorite favorite productivity tool is naps ah you're so fun it's been amazing so thank you so much for being here with us so where can listeners find you if they want to learn more about you you can go to my website, flourishmarketing.co, not .com. That's not me. Flourishmarketing.co. If you want some juicy freebies and to see how this whole email thing works, you're going to be part of my email list, BT Dubs. Welcome. You can go to flourishmarketing.co slash freebies. And there's a bunch of awesome downloads related to a bunch of problems that I'm trying to help you solve so you can get your quick win. You can also follow me on Instagram at Alea Harris, A-L-E-Y-A-H-A-R-R-I-S, or me and my crew at flourishmarketing.co, both on Instagram. Amazing. Thank you so much. We appreciate having you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've loved it. Great questions, great energy, awesome time. And I think that brings us in time for our bonus tip. So Mary, I think it's on you this week. My bonus tip is short and sweet and super important. And that tip is to take a vacation. (laughs) This is speaking to my soul. I just got back from vacation. And that's, like I said, I've been pulling these from recent experiences. And so what I mean by this, though, is actually take a vacation from your work if you can. So put that away message and leave which is so hard so this trip I actually didn't bring my laptop which actually limited me I like physically couldn't do a lot of the work that maybe I would have if I had it but I set myself up so that I could have that moment away people knew that I was going to be away and so that's my advice to you if you need to hear that if you're going to go on vacation try as best as you can to actually take that vacation and try not to work too much so in case you needed it there you go there's your bonus tip for the day can we take a page out of Alea's book and count like naps as a mini vacation? <laughs> yeah. You got to take your wins. So yeah. sure. <laughs> it's like when it's really busy time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great. That's a great bonus tip, Mary. And you can follow us on Instagram at better events pod or send us an email at better events pod at gmail.com. And we appreciate you listening and learning with us. And we'll be back in your ears again next Wednesday. <laughs>